You there! This is Dave and Jason. Hey! From DC On Screen. It's that time again. We need help from you to grow our show. But keep listening because there's something in it for you. Give us a five-star written review on iTunes for a chance to win a free DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu-ray valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win. The winner will be randomly selected with a number generator on random.org and announced on one of our news episodes. It's pretty simple, really. Free stuff. Hooray! Anyway, yeah, seriously, do that. It helps us a lot. It's, like, so good. Anyway, sit back. Enjoy this brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen, your guide to the DC universe on film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey. And this is episode 211, where we'll be reviewing Gotham 302, Mad City, Burn the Witch. Uh, you should be aware of spoilers. If you're not caught up, don't be angry with us when we ruin it for you. Is it possible to hear Burn the Witch in not Monty Python voice? <laughs> Every single time I saw the title to it, I heard him. It was funny because when Bruce gets kidnapped by the Court of Owls, and she, the the representative of the Court of Owls, pulls off the mask, she says, "My name is Catherine." I, I just, it was the sorcerer with Tim all over again. I was like, <laughs> "Catherine, really, Catherine? <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, all right. We'll do so, this anyway." <clears throat> uh, to recap. Gordon and Vale track down Fish Mooney, who has in turn kidnapped Bullock and forced him to tell her the location of Professor Hugo Strange in hopes that he can save her from death and raise her an army of monsters. Penguin is causing a hubbub, getting angry mobs together to do what he claims the police can't, kill Fish and the Indian Hill monsters. At the end of the day, the police, Penguin, and Penguin's mob show up where the government and police are holding Strange to get Fish once and for all. Jim sneaks in, makes a deal with Fish to save Bullock, and delivers her into the hands of Penguin. Fish talks her way out of death by Oswald, though. Uh, Somewhere in there, we have the new Ivy, who murders a nice guy who didn't water some plants. Also happening this episode, Bruce has a meeting with a ghoulish representative of the Court of Owls named Catherine. Mm -hmm. But she's still scary enough to make Bruce agree to stop investigating them. Indian Hill, his parents' murders, pretty much he has to promise to butt out and and be a freaking kid. Uh, so I guess we know where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. Except uh, when he gets back home, Doppelganger shows up. In the end, Jim and Valerie finally break all of the two-episode sexual tension and get down while Lee Tompkins gets off of a train in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Or present-day Gotham. I think that's what we were supposed to say anyway. It, <laughs> it really did look like Oscar Wilde was going to hop off the train after her. It did. I was like, where? Like, It's all like... It's got, like, that dawn hue to it. Train looks like it's straight out of the 40s. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. strange. So, um, what do you think of this episode, man? Wasn't bad. Um, wasn't bad at all. I, there, you think? I, I'm having to almost recap how I felt about it as I go here. Um, I think my favorite part was, was Penguin showing up with a giant mob. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part, too. That, that, that looked promising, actually. I mean... No, I missed Ed this week. I did miss Ed this week, but I'm hoping they um I'm hoping they take the time to focus on on little stories. Uh, like it's the thing, same thing they were saying they're going to do with uh, with Legends, where you may not see everybody every week, but it's because we're going to flesh everything out a little more. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Gotham's gotten it right anyway when they do those little three episode arcs where one character gets a lot of play. Yeah. 
So I'm good with Ed not being there if it means that I'm going to get like a heavy amount of Ed at some point. Sure. Uh, I am not digging Valerie Vale. I'm not digging her chemistry with Jim. I don't really care about their little back and forth. It's amusing. Um, I have nothing against her. She screws her, she screws him over, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really care for it. Um, I didn't... No, what I didn't care for was like, of course Lee shows up the moment he kisses something. Absolutely. And, by the way, it made me really dislike Valerie Vale more, but... And maybe that's what they're going for with the character. I don't know. But did it bother you that she kept making cracks about how he needs a maid and how his apartment needs to be firebombed? Because, like, the set dressers did not... They, they didn't make it look too dirty, man. It looked pretty clean, honestly. <laughs> like, I was like... I mean, it looks a little old. A little rundown. Doesn't look like it needs to be firebombed. I, I don't know. Like, it she, looked pretty bad. Is she... Really? Yeah, I thought... It, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't... I would wake up every day thinking, oh my god, I'm going to move out or clean. I've got to do one or the other. Or if I'm Jim, I'd wake up and think, okay, I'm going to go have a few drinks and get this thing drunk cleaned. Well, see, that's the thing. I It looked like the only thing that was like really dirty was just like the bottles that were laying around the apartment. Yeah. From him drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else seemed to be kind of pretty clean and organized. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. I, I it, it looked like you needed to put a bounty on on his laundry. <laughs> oh i didn't see any laundry anywhere i wasn't uh i wasn't stricken by how clean the thing was it by any stretch um but uh yeah that's that's nitpicking the uh gordon Vale hunt for mooney though was was killing me man yeah I, I was bored out of my mind yeah well the well the thing about that thing uh i may not have noticed the cleanliness because during that scene the, the, the only thought i could really squeeze in was like he is living exactly the life that bullock would be living if he wasn't in bullock's life Mm-hmm. Like that's his spirit animal right now. This is the person Bullock wishes he could be—just hard drinking, hard shooting bounty hunter, the cool leather yeah. jacket. <laughs> I mean, he's probably looking at Jim right now and going, "All you're missing is a hat, dude. That's it. Let me buy yeah. you a hat and maybe like gold-plated pistols." Gordon's like, "I don't need a hat, Harvey. It'll mess up my hair. It'll mess up my quaff." <laughs> so excitedly damn those monsters took out some cops man i mean they were snapping necks they were I, one guy was like burning from the inside out what the hell man that i have was, no idea i i wild just remember watching that scene thinking oh bullock you are like violently undermanned <laughs> this yes. will end in tears my friend yes uh it was fun fish mooney always annoys me but her monsters were kind of fun for a second yeah the monsters have been at least fun to watch uh well, just because they did stuff like that, we're like, did that guy just burn from the inside out? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who can do that? Also, bad strategy, Bullock. Bad strategy, buddy. You don't give the pep talk, like, right outside the building. Like, everyone, put your arms <laughs> down. Put your hands down. Let's team up. I felt like it's, they might as well, like, held hands and done a quick chant. All right, go team. Break. Right. I don't know. It's 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 a well-worn trope in, in movies and television. It is, I know. It's not Bullock's fault. I even remember the uh, the '89 Batman movie where like Eckhart and all the cops pull up outside of Axis Chemicals, which is currently being robbed <laughs> by Grissom's gang. He stops with a flashlight and a stack of wanted posters that have Jack Nicholson's face on it <laughs> to hand them out to all the cops. Shoot to kill. Know what I mean? Like, no, we don't know what you mean, Eckhart. Thanks. Thanks though. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thanks for elucidating that. I appreciate it. By the way, all of the uh, 
flashing cop lights, I'm sure, have alerted the thugs inside. Oh, wait, no, no, they're not alerted until they see a silhouette. Okay. Right. Not even a little bit. Anyway. Because there's never been a, anyone watching out when someone robbed a bank, ever. Well no one uses trope. lookouts. Well-worn trope. Not saying it's, you know, excusable, because it's not. It's not excusable. It's stupid. The trick is to do it without you realizing it's happening. <laughs> okay, please. I don't know if that can be done. I'm just saying that's the only way you could get away with it. Is it? Is you just have to? I mean, I could okay. I could deal with it if like some two people pull up in an unmarked vehicle and have a quick pep talk in the front seat together before they hop out. That's mm-hmm. quiet. This is anyway. I never minded it on Andy Griffith when they kind of just pulled up and talked about some lady's bursitis or something. But yeah. <laughs> with the word SWAT team, we're never going to be involved in Andy Griffith. Right. No, yeah, no. They weren't. Well, they might. Love, when you, when you really look at it, the, the, the Harvey's pep talk is, is pretty much, all right, guys, we're going to go in there and die in a lot of weird ways. So, gosh. Go team. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. And even Barnes, like, gave a speech. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, um, am I crazy or did Bruce just not get the good end of that deal with the Court of Owls? I'm pretty sure he got screwed. And he was offering pretty decent uh, leverage, I thought, but she's, she's pretty sure she's got him and his company under her thumb. Wing or whatever, so she's not particularly interested in his, uh, yeah, and what he's offering. But the thing is, she's right. He is an extraordinary young man, and um, you could he this David kid does such a good job with this uh, with being bruised, mm-hmm. especially when he wants to be um, he want, when he wants to give you that look. He he gets it he gets it right. And this one like you it, the look on his face when he agrees to the deal. Like if he wasn't a kid, she would know damn well she just needed to go ahead and kill him. Like, mm-hmm. The only reason he makes it out of that room is because he's a kid and she doesn't take him seriously. Yeah. You know, popping back to that, to the Catherine reveal, the way the promos structured it, and the way the show has maybe even inadvertently structured it, is that this was going to be a person that we knew. Yeah, I did see the promo finally, and that's uh, that's what I got out of it, too. And, I thought it was um, going to be somebody we knew even as she was taking the mask off. Right, and she does it, and he's like, I've seen you at Wayne Functions. And I'm like, well, I haven't. <laughs> maybe we have. Maybe if we like scoured the tape, we'd right. Maybe we'd find maybe. somebody in the background. And I didn't. I'm I didn't. Going to. I, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't even bother IMDBing her to see if she happened to have like a line somewhere in the past. Yeah, me either. God, we're shitty hosts. Anyway, it didn't occur to me till just now. <laughs> do it, man. Do it. I can't. Okay. I'm limited today. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jason hurt his neck. No, I'm rec- I'm recording in a sequestered room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jason didn't hurt his neck. Oh, he definitely hurt his neck. I'm I'm, I'm in serious pain. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Um, but it'll make it better if we can make fun of Gotham more. <laughs> All right, let me get to the most egregious thing in the episode. You ready? Okay, sure. Let's just cut right to it. I'm different inside and out is not a good enough like that's not a good enough line for why Ivy's an adult now. No, that's not. Were, were they hoping that would work? Just, I mean, just saying inside and out. Were they hoping that would do it? I think they were hoping that would do it. Oh, this will make it not creepy that she's gonna be a sex pot now yeah and you're right that dude was nice she could have just watered the plants for him yeah maybe maybe show him how to water his plants better or maybe just suggest that she take the plant and he not buy anymore because he obviously doesn't know how to take care of them right and you know what no she's got to get all smashy with it right i kind of feel like they uh i don't know they like they traded the steak for candy you know what i mean like (laughs) no it's uh I think we're going to end up talking ourselves back into the same problem we had uh, last week when we talked about it. it was like the whole point mm-hmm. of the show was supposed to be how do we get there? You, you you're not supposed to just yeah. get there magically, right? Uh, it's a cheat. It it is, but a somewhat uh, 
if this is like a thing that they do where they like de-evolve her again, we only get like a glimpse of what Poison Ivy will become, and then they de-evolve her, which I, I would think, what's the point? But I, again, I, I, I unless would, she served some kind of purpose while she was older, why would you do that? That would be. I don't know. That's that's out of the bargain bin of of ideas of what to do with somebody. To me, it would be like the um, the equivalent of hitting step backwards in Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I screwed up. Step backwards. Control. Come Z. back, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I don't want this person to keep like this. But by the way, this actress is not as good. No, Just the not. little girl was fantastic. Absolutely. I hope to God that they did this because the little girl found a better job somewhere and is off to go do great things. She's on another show. I don't know what else she's on, but... But this is not what they they did. I just hope she's employed. She's good. Uh, I mean, Claire Foley is employed and has been employed in several things. She's fine. She will be fine. That said... Onwards and upwards for her. Man. Oh, man. They just... They traded her in for a worse actor. Mm. They just did. Yeah, I think so. Um... Now, uh, if if I can uh, <clears throat> retort with something I did like, because I think we could mm-hmm. go on and on about how this is sure. a weird turn for a while, but why? It is, yeah. A um, sure. couple of lines there during the siege that I really loved, uh-huh. like the back and forth with Jim and Bullock. You know, what are you doing? Saving you? Thought it was obvious. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. That some of that was fun. <clears throat> yeah, their their back and forths are just fantastic. Um, I found myself laughing out loud at least once an episode when it's an episode fo- like focused on their buddy copness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the line as fishes leave in the room, hold them off as long as you can. Like, dude, them's dying orders. <laughs> I am just, I'm not a good enough, uh, I would not be a loyal enough henchman. If someone told me, hold them off as long as you can, I'd be like, okay. And as soon as they turn their back, I'd run after them. Right. Or maybe like open the door and pin myself behind it so they can just get to fish as soon as possible and maybe leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That man. If I open the I door and tell question. you where she went, will you let me go? I'd be a terrible peon. Yeah, was I, I I was pretty sure that Barnes told all the cops to surround the place. He did. And then, like, Jim sneaks away a few minutes later and just magically somehow figures out a way to get in without any cops noticing. Well, they... Um, in front of an entrance. They, in front he of a big honking cops, entrance. Uh, if I understand correctly, and I don't, I'm sure. If I thought, like, I thought he did do, like, fan out. But then he called everybody to the front when the press and the, the freaking gang showed up and started to really, about, like, no, push no, the lines, I thought. not yet. Not yet. I'm, uh, the other thing is, I was okay with Jim sneaking away because it feels like something I, I, I'm allow, I'm going to allow Jim to be able to sneak away. I, I'm okay with thinking he's that, you know, he's that subtle. Maybe he's just that stealthy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with him sneaking away. I'm just, I think there should have been at least a cop at least one singular cop at that entrance, that big honking entrance, because they had not been pulled back yet. And just be like, Hey man, you can't go in there. You're not in the force anymore. Sorry, Jim. And Jim's like, I understand. And then like knock the dude out. Yeah. Just give me a little something. So I'm not like, wait a minute. He had the whole, the cops around the building. Yeah. And you don't even have to knock the guy out. You could just have Jim sneak up on him, like sneak up right behind him and like, grab him by the shoulders. And like, shh, I'm going to go in there. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come with me? No. All right. I'm going to go in. But, you know, I they, then they remembered it. They remember, oh, yeah, the cops were all... Because then they had Barnes pull them back. He definitely did, like, pull all the cops to the front at some point. I just couldn't remember when. Yeah, that happened. was after Jim called him and said, hey, unless Barnes was in cahoots with Jim and just knew what he was going to do and said, hey, let Jim through. Yeah. Any one of those singular lines <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> I think it was just easier instead to sneak of, him know, in the back. No questions maybe asked. Maybe in, instead of focusing on, like, the... You know, Frankenstein mob from 1812. Yeah. With their pitch for it. It really, like, Burn the Witch was the appropriate title once you got to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Sure was, buddy. 
<laughs> I, was... I didn't enjoy the, the whatever that was, the Darth Vader lady, the Darth Dominatrix, I'll call her, mm-hmm. coming in and telling Fish, or and Fish is like, well, what are the cops doing now? She's like, it's not the cops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Penguin and his little group. Mm-hmm. They were fun. And, I, you know, I actually, I didn't like her delivery of the speech, but I did like the speech with her and uh, mm-hmm. Pingers after. I never like her. Oh gosh! I just, I just wish she would tone, like pull it back like three or four freaking notches when she plays fish. Mm-hmm. But um, on paper, I like the speech. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't pull it back in her performances generally. No. Like just remembering her from a different world. Like man, she had like gangsta thug like pushed up to like nine. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I could deal with a I nine on on this show. I feel like this is a thirteen. Yeah. It's it's it, I like her a little bit more when she's angry. It's actually it's actually some of my favorite moments. It's when she's gloating, I don't like it. She she gloats. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying much. that she's not good at some things. Like she's a little Shatner. No, the, the, like, the problem she, is like she I, could do I, different flavors. I think she's probably just, good at whatever she wants to do. She's a good actress, but she like they just they told her to go too far with this. Uh, I think she like I think it's one of those things where like like Nick Meyer has joked about like directing Shatner you just have to have him do it so many times that he gets tired yeah and then does the subtle take finally yeah. <laughs> right like, oh thank and, god unfortunately go this is a unfortunately this is a television show so I don't think they have and I, I have supposed to do that like her. she was a bigger name than this show uh, really seemed to warrant when it first started so I, I did have the feeling mm-hmm. that maybe she came in there and, and did it and they all kind of looked at each other like eh, well we probably don't need to call her out no this just is let Gotham, her do what she's so doing they... She did it, and they all looked at each other and went, eh, it's a little subdued, but I guess it can work. <laughs> we can probably get it post. We'll add some flashy <laughs> lights and stuff. And don't get me wrong, fish could be fun, but I'm just, I mean, I guess, like you said, like, it was a good speech. It was good lines. It was even a good, it was good reasoning, even. It was. Uh, it actually was. I When Penguin, like, dropped that tear, man, I was about to drop one myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's that's really That's a good, good take. Reasoning. It's a good take, yeah. And, oh, um, man. Yeah, Penguin, as always, does a pretty good job with it. I mean, he he really is the reason you feel anything during that scene. Mm-hmm. So... And, it, you know, did you... Like, he tells her goodbye, Fish, I think. Isn't that the line, I want to say? Yes, um, I think so. And I, as soon as he finished the line and she walked off, I thought, oh, please, oh, please let him be right. Uh, no, she'll keep turning up, as she says, like a bad penny. I know, I know. Or, as she said, like a bad penny. Right. <laughs> Anyway, was I the only one who was actually pretty excited by the notion that Bruce was actually going to do something fun? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. And he and Al are talking about, I call him Al, uh, they never, they don't say, they don't call him Al, there's no Chris O'Donnell in this show, but <laughs> he calls Bruce Master B, so why not? Yeah. Um, he and Alfred are talking about the dancing lessons, and like, I don't know, He the kid smiled, and I was like, oh man, what, what, what? He actually does. He did play it a little bit like the burden was lifted. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like he can. Until Doppelganger showed up. <laughs> I know. There, you know I, I think there's a part of, uh, like, watching this show, there's a part of me that just knowing the, the Batman mythos and idea, as, as we do, um, some part of me, like, knows how tortured that character is and mm-hmm. kind of wishes, in a way, like, I know it would be world damning several times over for Batman not to be Batman, but some part of you does. Doesn't some part of you kind of wish that he just got to have a childhood instead? 
like for his a sake. Bit, yeah. So like it's that's I think that's kind of why I, I, I like it's so rewarding for me to see this version of Bruce just freaking crack a smile like mm-hmm. like enjoy having a pancake or some shit. <laughs> just the little things. Right. <laughs> Enjoy having a pancake or some shit. Or some shit, yeah. (laughs) I did like that, uh, I like two things about Doppel Bruce. Um, One, I like that they're going to go ahead and introduce him to each other this this early. I didn't want it to be some thing where he, like, stalks him and tries to take over his his role. And I didn't want him trying to, like, Stepford Wive, freaking uh, the main character of the show. Right. Um, I I was happy with that too. As I'm happy they've gone ahead and met, and that it's straightforward. And he comes in with the "please don't hurt me," and I actually think he may mean it. Um, so I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure these two are going to end up being antagonistic to some extent. But I'd rather it be this way. I didn't want the sneak up from behind method. So I was I was happy with that scene. Yeah. So far, I'm happy with it. Um, as happy as I can be with Doppelganger. I'm still really curious about Doppelganger. So um, it, doppelgangers <laughs> get handled poorly. Like a lot, but um, yeah, they can be fun. Well, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with Bruce Wayne's scissor hands. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, the if we're going chronologically, the uh, the thing we've already griped about. Come on, Lee. Mm-hmm. Come on, writers. Mm-hmm. I mean, why are you gonna have Lee show up? Like, just it's like she just magically knew. That's another one of those tropes that it's it's good for um, ending an episode, but it's you know insupportable. Yeah. Uh, I... If I'm being honest, I'm annoyed. Even though I knew it was going to happen, they told me it was going to happen before ever the show ever even came on this season. Vale and Gordon, man. Why? Why? Why does... Er- no, please, just stop. I'm tired of all these love interests. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't even want... I don't want to see Jim Gordon making out with anybody. No, that's that's three in an episode, you realize, because he went back to hang out with Barbara for just a second. Yeah, I mean, did they did they kiss, though? No, they make no, out. no, no. They just, she wanted we, to. They've just got him on screen. With three different love interests in one episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's steering Jim toward a different whammy drawer. Yes. Yes. And I'm not okay with that. It's just not precisely what I wanted out of this show. And the one person I wanted to be in a, in a relationship, Bullock, with Scotty, they wrote that shit out. Oh, dropped it. Just dropped it like it was hot, man. I was actually happy for Harvey. I know. He had, his, he had it together. We talked about this last year. Like, his, he, he cleaned up, and then suddenly he wasn't clean anymore, and no one mentioned it. Like, oh, Harvey's off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Guess we shouldn't encourage him or anything. How about this? Instead of encouraging him in his fight against alcoholism, what if, what if, hear me out, we said <laughs> nothing and just let it go? See, I didn't think that alcoholism was the problem. He became a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> I think him being a cop was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, he did, like, him. he, um, he kind of, um, it's then that episode, like, he quit being a cop, or he, I can't remember, actually, if he quit or was, did he quit or was he thrown out? I can't remember now. Um, I think he quit. Okay. Um, but yeah, he, he, fi- I don't know, he says, like, Gordon, and Gordon comes in to say hi to him, and, you know, how are you doing? I hadn't had a drink in however long it was, and, you know, he, he, he lays it out, like, I haven't been a cop in X time, and I haven't had a drink in X amount of time. Mm-hmm. But he made it seem like it was the being the cop that was the problem. Uh, he made that very clear, yeah. I'd say he did. Uh, I'd say he did. Oh, All right, you got anything else for this episode? Um, no. They brought back one. <laughs> it was I think it was Barbara that that actually said it. I, I, every time they do this, I like I laugh out loud at it and kind of cry a little inside. Every time somebody's like, "I've got papers saying I'm sane, so I don't have to go up for first degree freaking homicide charges." Mm-hmm. Um. I almost want to start a running tally of how many times they've done that. It's got to be eight or nine by now, right? At least as many times as they explain something by the characters literally go, literally saying, this is Gotham. Yes. 
true. <laughs> I feel like, like you can get any get away with anything there. Like you're late to work. Ah, Gotham. You you <laughs> like ate the center of somebody else's birthday cake, dude. This is Gotham. <laughs> Sorry. What do you want? You could just throw open a phone book and find someone who eats the center of people's cakes. It's Gotham. Oh, okay. Just walk in on somebody Thanks, else's Oswald. in somebody else's living room, pick the remote up, change the channel to the game you want to watch. Ah, sorry, Gotham. It would probably be, be you know Gotham State versus somebody because apparently Gotham is a state sometimes. Yeah, no, it's weird. That doesn't really happen in in, in college. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't personally know of anywhere that's not like state and then the word state university or whatever college. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, I, I got nothing. All right, well, despite uh, how that sounded, I, I, I'm still enjoying the season. Yeah, so far it's okay. It's, it's a season. Of, it's Gotham. So it's Gotham. <laughs> Wait, we're not gonna just like tumble into this and be like, "Wait, what are we watching?" No, they, they even have the Dutch tilts, man. They even have the they Dutch even tilts. Even have the Dutch tilts. Which was actually kind of a cool effect when Jim entered that entered the room or entered that building. Anyway, uh, apologies for uh, uh, well, if you guys can hear the uh, lawnmower from the neighbor mm. in the background. I kind of don't know what to do about that. That um, <laughs> Trust me, he doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> um, but uh, we are, thank, thank you for listening. We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. We are running a contest, as you heard at the beginning of the episode. So go over there, give us five-star written reviews. Because I've noticed we've gotten some we've gotten some five stars, but without re- written reviews, and I can't tell who you are, so we can't enter you into the contest if we don't have your written review and see your name. Um, so go over there, do that. I'll provide a link in the description. We were gonna do our news episode today, but like I said, Jason hurt his neck, and we're kind of running low on time anyway. So I got more we're weddings do the news to go on to. Monday. I'm almost through with wedding season. Yours was the only wedding I went to. Yeah, I, I, I there've been like five weddings this year, including mine. It's just it's I feel like I've been at a wedding at least once every month or, two, or a couple months. Yeah, I mean, and I'm in a sprint I've had here. That, like it's a sprint to get through the end of it. There's nobody else scheduled for the years, and these things don't just pop up out of nowhere mm-hmm. too often. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm doing a hard oh, hardcore had... sprint. Had one this, last week, had one this week, and then uh, then we're good. I have a stack of invitations. I just haven't gotten, I haven't been able to actually, I mean, I have to work. Mm, I know. (laughs) Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, go over there on iTunes and write us up a review. If I sounded weird this episode, I have a cold. So, you know, sorry. Um, Incidentally, fall is here. Fall is here. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Also proud members of the Batman Podcast Network. And, uh, gosh, I think that calls it. That, that's, that's it. No Lucifer this week. So um, we'll see you guys uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning. Until then. Around there. <laughs> Keep some DC on your screen.